Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Ladies and gentlemen, the best wrestling podcast around. Hosted by Brady and Danielle. The Human. From Brooklyn to your living room. It's the best podcast to listen to. More than even an afternoon. Yeah, clever blonde girl and a Jew. Talk about wrestling. They do it 24-7. Cause they love to speak on it every week. That's why they are best friends. And they're back once again for some wrestling talk. So sit back, relax. It's time for Hillmarks. They're not just smart. They're Hillmarks. They're not just smart. They're Hillmarks. They're not just smart. We are back once again. I am the custodian of charisma, the ophthalmologist of optimism. I am the hyperactive heel and your messiah of mischief. And with me, as always, she is the sultan of sarcasm, the sorceress of sass, the blonde ball buster, and the quarantine cutie. She is Danielle. I am Brady. Together, we are the heel marks. Danielle, say what up. To the people. What up to the people? Danielle, football season is approaching us. Give us a hearty and hefty Go Big Blue. Go Big Blue. Danielle, tell everybody what the hell you've been doing the past few weeks. Sleeping. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the past two weeks, uh, a week before I left, my friends approached me about doing a cross-country camping road trip. So I took advantage of it. And yeah, I went to... A bunch of places I never, ever would ever go unless there was a football stadium there. So, yeah, I did that. I did uh, Wisconsin, uh, South Dakota, uh, Wyoming, Utah, and Colorado. And then there was a stopover in Indianapolis. I passed by the Colts stadium, and I was like, oh, I was there, and I watched the Giants beat the Patriots for the second time. That was fun. (laughs) Did you bring me back anything from Colorado? I didn't. I thought about it. We never got to stop. It was, we were so crammed for time that like we had such a set schedule for like two weeks that I like, you know. Have you ever been inside a Colorado dispensary? No, but I've been inside a Spokane dispensary. Okay. Is that I'm fair? assuming it's just as easy. I mean, I've yeah, just as easy. only been to Colorado Spotsies. I like, walked in. I was like, wait. I've been here. outside a San Diego one and I've been inside a Spokane one because my best friend's friend works at one. Oh my God, I would get fired so quick. He did get fired, but I forgot why. (laughs) I know exactly why. Right. It's like a. But I did bring you back a song. 
You brought me back a song. I did. So when I was on this road trip, I couldn't remember the words to the Parks and Rec song. So I called you about a hundred times so right. you could sing the song. And literally that was our song anthem. It was Boo of Your Dreams. It was our song anthem for the entire trip, me and my friend Danielle. Like, anytime we messed up something, we'd be like, Danielle, I'm sorry. And we literally would sing this the whole time. It was great. So I wrote you one. Okay. Brady, I'm sorry for not being here. But if you give me another chance, I could be the coast of your dreams, boy. And when you're sleeping... And you're dreaming of the heel. I want that heel to be me. I want me to be that heel. So will you co-host with me? <laughs> this is amazing. That's so, so, so amazing. Oh, my God. The funniest thing about that is that, like, I'm assuming one, at least one part of the reason why, like, Booyah Your Dreams was in your head was because you were playing virtual trip with me way back when, when I was hosting online. And I had that girl yeah. sing Boo of Your Dreams on the stream, get a point, waiting for her team. Do I get a point now? <laughs> get a point. You get a point. Well, it's... It's so funny because I actually ran into her the other day and then I was talking about you. I was like, my friend called me the other day and asked me to sing Boy Your Dreams Girl for her on the phone and you sang it for me. It was so funny. I Yeah, I made you sing because her and I were talking like we know each other. We have a mutual friend, but we were doing like a 15 hour road trip. Like we were going to road trip for two weeks together. So we were talking about like interest and she's like, oh my God, I love Parks and Recs. And I was like, oh, Brady does trivia. Blah, blah. I was like, and this girl sung Boo Your Dreams. And she's like, oh, how does it go? So we're like trying to look it up because we only knew some of it and i'm like brady knows i called you like eight times and i was like brady what's the song sing it <laughs> so that became our that became our thing well that was a beautiful song thank uh, you it's also my present for you because it's our four-year anniversary today happy anniversary we've been doing heel marks for four years now and we've known each other for 70 yeah about that 72 there's a yeah. leap year in there i guess you know what's funny? I actually uh, I, I debuted a new nickname this past week when hosting trivia, and I, as far as the show, I will not add it to the intros, but it can be. Oh God damn it! Uh, and and this. Is that it? God damn it! That's your new name? No, that's not the nickname. Uh, I just got an alert, but I will not talk about it on air. But yeah, so uh, this can be a nickname for us. Ghost. Okay. You know, Jericho is the GOAT. He's the greatest of all time. Uh, you know how Natalia says she's the BOAT. She's the best of all time. Me and you, we the GHOST. We are the greatest hosts of sometimes. I like it. Yeah. I'm, I'm a fan of it. I like it. <laughs> not as, it's not as good as my song, but... <laughs> no, no, not as good as your song. But you can't just go singing a song to everybody all willy-nilly. A nickname you can just throw out at a whim. Yeah, that was my song for you. I figured I'd write it and you'd appreciate it. Especially that I haven't been here. And you had to be a host all alone. All by yourself. All right, that's enough singing for me. I'm sorry. I figured you'd be okay with it. Right. Yeah, I liked it. I liked yeah. it a lot. You're welcome. Big fan. Big fan. I know. I'm such a good friend. You are. Such You're a best. good friend. I told you You're to watch great, Cobra Kai. Sometimes. I told you to watch Cobra Kai. I told you, you know. Cobra Kai is so good. I'm hooked. But don't bring up Cobra Kai because then like. This is going to turn into a Cobra Kai. Yeah. Show. Exactly. Yeah. Let's not yeah. talk about that. Okay. Let's talk about wrestling. 
instead of karata. Let's talk about it. Okay. Let's talk about it. Okay. Um, first, let's go a little bad to talk about a big good. What the fuck is up with Keith Lee's theme music? Boo. <laughs> and listen, listen, listen. I, I, I have been, I've read Keith Lee's tweets. I understand everything he's saying. Let's not focus on the gear. Let's not, I mean, listen, we saw that weird gear with the shorts. Those shorts lasted a day. He's back to his tights. And I'm confident that sooner than later, we will get him that vest. That vest will be gone and we'll get that big belly out there again. His belly's not uh, that big. He's lost a lot of weight. Really? I thought he gained some weight. I think you made that up. I don't think I made that up. I think you made that up. I, I was saying that mainly because I looked at pictures of him, like, with the Evolve Championship, and then I looked at pictures of him with the NXT Championship, and you know, belly got a little bigger. And maybe if he did gain weight, it's because he's content in his loving relationship with Mia Yim. Makes perfect sense. Of course. He's, he's, and, and also, he's got, uh, he's, he's probably able to eat better now. I'm sure, I'm assuming his wallet's a bit thicker. So, you know, you, you don't have to, you know, you're not, you're not eating on a budget. I guess. You spoil yourself. Sure. You treat yourself. Treat yourself right. And Keith Lee deserves to treat himself, I think. Yeah. I, th- I, I, I concur. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So the music, like, I I listened to it and I was like, oh, no. I was like, this is like his indie music. Remember when his indie music, like, I love his indie theme song. And then when they originally did it for NXT, it had no words or anything. And we were like, ugh, this is hot garbage. But then they fixed it. And then we loved it. So hopefully it, they fix it. I know they're trying to get rid of, uh, what's the name of the people that do it? What are they called? CFO? Is that what they're called? Or dollar sign something? Yeah, they're, they're not working there anymore, though. Right. No, but I think they're trying to weed out, like, their songs. And that's why they've been changing everybody. Like, that's why they right, changed his song. Exactly. Which is dumb. Uh, it's it just, it's one of those things where, like, they kept, his intro so like i'm trying like in my head like i'm trying to you know tell myself that it is a process and eventually he's going to get theme song and he will sing the lyrics and it, and it will all be okay you know what i'm saying like i'm trying yeah, to do what he tells us to I'm trying to focus on the positive the fact is the first thing they had him do was work with orton the mm-hmm. first thing they had him do was beat orton decisively yeah it's wonderful less than seven minutes it took him to beat randy orton that's kind of crazy especially when you consider how long his match with Dolph ziggler lasted the next day Uh, that type of inconsistency bothers me sometimes right because it's like are you giving us a moment or is that lead like are you establishing him as someone who's able to beat randy orton in less than seven minutes because if that's the case he should be plowing through everyone else until he gets his wwe championship opportunity but then next night like i said he beat Dolph ziggler but the match was very competitive i i my guess is it went closer to 15 minutes yeah it's yeah, and, and and then and then you know conversely, Randy Orton walks out that night as number one contender. It is what it is. Uh, you know, it was a triple threat match. They did what they got to do, and I semi predicted this when I was talking about uh, this little episode I had to do without you. But like, really, the, the, I, it does bother me. 
And I see what they're doing. They established Keith Lee. They gave him the win over Randy Orton. And now Randy Orton will go on. Very good chance he does become WWE champion. And now Keith Lee is able to waltz on over to there into the title picture. I mean, I guess. But, like, if you have a big win, why wouldn't you have this person try to get the belt? Well, he did. They they had him in the number one contender match, and he did not get pinned to lose it. So I, you know, I get it. Like I said, they're taking care of Lee. Of Lee, the the rumor sphere is saying that he's getting pushed to the moon. He better get pushed to the moon. About fucking time. So, like, with that said, that's why I'm I'm able to not focus as much on the music, not focus as much on the gear, because usually, he, let's be and let's be real, and I truly do believe this. The fans complaining about this stuff are not just doing it because they liked his music so much and 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 want it back, or or hated his new gear so much and didn't want to see it anymore. I truly believe it's because we as WWE fans are conditioned to see the signs. We yes. see the signs of of WWE trying to change someone. And while change is not always a bad thing, it's usually a sign that WWE doesn't either get the character, know what they have in them, or just flat out, you know, doesn't like what they've been doing for however many years, which we have fallen in love with. Right. So, you know, it's just, to, to, it's those kind of things. It's hard not to get scared in that, oh, my God, they're stripping Keith Lee of everything that made him great. Soon, all he's going to have are his catchphrases, like, what are they doing with him? We cannot have this man seem average at any right. time. Right. It's not that we're like, oh, we love his music. We just get scared because we know how Vince is. Right. Like, like you said, we loved his music on the indies. Um, and we did not like it. They were changing NXT. We understood it, but we didn't like it. However, once he was able to put his stamp on it, and next thing you know, it, I didn't feel like he he had gotten new music from NXT. I feel like Keith Lee just made a new song. He right. just decided to make it. Yeah, he just he decided to make himself a new theme song. So if we ever get that, or even just a song that has a bit of a bask in my glory feel to it, right? Not this Keith generic grass. Yeah. Rock shit. And, bro, I'm sorry, but, like, the longer they let that music play out, I, I really do think I'm listening to Brock Lesnar's theme. Like, I don't know if this is some weird foreshadowing shit they're trying to do. Ugh, oh, I hope not. Mm, I don't know. I just, yeah, I was I was very bummed when I heard it. I'm like, come on, theme musics are so important, I feel. But, I mean, as long as they're giving him the correct push, I'm totally okay with that. Right, exactly. And, and it's one of those things where, like, we've seen in the past that nobody is is necessarily safe from Vince and his dirty hands. You know, p- picking up toys, getting them all sticky. We've talked about this metaphor many times over. Right. Uh, but Keith Lee does feel like, and we've talked about this literally for years, but we've talked about this where Keith Lee just seems like he's so – he's a one-in-a-million talent. Right. He's ready. He's prime. You don't have to sculpt him or mold him too much. He's ready. Yeah. Like, he, he knows who he is, and he's a stand-up. You can listen to him talk for hours about anything. You know he can go good to bad in a second. He can have a match with almost anyone. And I'm not just meaning anyone on the roster. I mean any type of person. He can give you a David and Goliath story. He can give you a Goliath versus Goliath story. He can give you a Luchador story. He can do it all. 
Um, so on one hand, it's easy for us to say he's too good to fail. That eventually the cream's going to rise to the crop. But at the same time, we said that about Ricochet. We said that about Apollo Cruz. The list goes on and on. Though I think what Keith Lee does have in his favor, and not say, not taking this away from Keith Lee, but with the whole Survivor Series becoming a three brand show and them really showcasing him at Survivor Series, I remember sitting in the crowd. And people really didn't know who Keith Lee was because that crowd for Survivor Series weren't really NXT fans because that's usually the translation there. Like, that's usually the the divide there sometimes. And people are like, oh, who is this guy? And then Keith Lee, like, ended up at one of the last with Roman Reigns, which was huge for, you know, people who have been following Keith Lee. And we're all like, oh, my God, this guy is getting a chance to shine. And they had him shining over and over and over again that I think Survivor Series really was able to help establish Keith Lee for the transition to Raw or SmackDown. Right. No, 100%. He got um, only a, a couple of rubs before, you know, we really got to see him get thrown into the spotlight. But it was rubs from Roman. It was rubs from Brock. Oh, yeah. Know? Yeah, and then Royal Rumble. I totally forgot about yeah, it. Yeah, and then like Royal he, Rumble. Like, that's insane. Right. And so that was why when everyone was freaking out about, um, you know, him losing the NXT title, I was kind of like, listen, he got rubs from these main guys. Then he defeated Adam Cole, ended that streak. You know, he had a great run. And if we were able to see Cross really do what they were intended for him in NXT, I think it would have led to something bigger. It's very unfortunate that Cross got hurt. Uh, and we're going to get a new NXT champion next week, a new old NXT champion. Um, real quick, uh, we're going to focus on everything else. we got a lot to talk about this week. But Finn Balor versus Adam Cole, Bet. battle of former Bullet Club members. One of them will be the NXT champion next week. Danielle, prediction. Finn Balor. Who, who you think I got? Oh, uh, I think you have Adam Cole, baby. I think you have Finn Balor, baby. Yeah, because you heard me say Finn Balor, baby. I did not actually Oh, you didn't? Yeah, I think Finn Balor's going to win. You are incorrect. I you think, think Finn? Yeah, I pick him Finn also. I think this is a, that's okay. I think Finn, I don't think Adam Cole needs it back, and I think Finn will be a great um, a great champion for this. I mean, obviously, we've seen him do this before, but I think, like, at this stage of NXT and it being on TV and all this stuff, I think this is I think this is great for Finn Balor. Yeah, I almost look at it as, like, a, a, in, a in a weird way, almost like the fulfillment of a prophecy or, or a re-fulfillment, whatever, only because... Like, when I think back to NXT glory days, like, back, 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 I think of the days where it was championed by Finn and Bayley. When the three horsewomen had left Bayley alone in NXT, and uh, and, a f- and a few people had already left NXT also on the dude side, and Finn Balor was just holding strong. He was the champion, she was the champion, and, like, all the NXT live events uh, were 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 captain champion by them and doing their little Finn Bailey thing, and I really think back to Finn Balor being the guy who was carrying the brand for so long. He came in NXT and the rumors were heavy that Finn wasn't going to stay in NXT long. He didn't want to stay in NXT long. He was set on the main roster. He stayed in NXT for a very long time. Was was a great champion and then. You know, a champion so good they were clearly strapping the rocket to him on the main roster, but it just never worked out. So Fucking for him Seth. to come back, for him to come back and reclaim his championship at a time where NXT needs a champion more than ever, um, I, I think it'd be great, especially since this will be his first time being NXT champion on television. Yeah, 
It would be real. It's going to be really great for him. I feel really bad for Cross. Also, I think that with everything going on with the Undisputed Era, with uh, Kyle O'Reilly uh, showing a bit of heel tendencies and starting to see a little infighting between the other three, I feel like there's a bigger story to tell with Undisputed Era and possibly um, if if they are splitting or if they're just if we're just seeing a new evolution. But I think there's more story to tell, so Adam Cole doesn't necessarily need the belt. Right. Right. Exactly. Where I think Finn Finn will do wonders with it and really progress a storyline with it. Yeah, I was surprised they gave us a 60-minute Iron Man match without a decisive winner. It seemed yeah, obvious was weird. sudden death, but... I wonder if that was like a, a, you know, day of choice. Yeah, very interesting that they make uh, Choppa and Gargano go zero falls. Yeah, I don't know. That whole thing was weird. Yeah. It was fun, but, but it was weird. Yeah, it was a fun match, though. Fun match. Um, back to payback. Um, let's, I mean, let's talk about the big news. The big dog. The big dog is, the big dog is back. The big dog is not a good guy. Yeah. Not a bad guy. He is a Paul Heyman guy and he is. About fucking time. Virtual champion yet again. About time. About yeah. time he's a Paul Heyman heel about, ugh, about time. Except we got to change the music and we got to change the look. That's all we need, man. But we're ge- I think we're getting it. Like, yeah, they- WWE, you changed the wrong guy's attire and music. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> wrong guy. Those shorts were clearly supposed to go on Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns should just wear nothing. I mean, Roman Reigns should wear tights, obviously. <laughs> tights. Tight, I, um, tight, I, tight. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love Finally. it. Finally. about it. Finally. And everyone on the internet is not upset that Roman's back because they, this is the Roman that all of us have been dying for and have been asking for since the split of the shield. Like, we've well, been not asking. Well, I'm going to lie. Your internet is different from my internet. Oh, yeah? I, I, I can't avoid the negative. Negative. Really? I haven't seen any negative. Maybe I, I filter that out. All types of negativity. Maybe I gotta get your filters. Roman's being shoved down our throats. No, he's not. Oh my not. God! Now we're gonna have to deal with Roman as champion for a year again. Blah blah blah. And it's like I don't understand. Did you guys really have yourselves convinced that you hated Roman Reigns as a performer? Because my impression was you just didn't want him as a face. I thought you wanted him as a heel. I thought you wanted him as a badass. I thought you wanted change and something fresh and something different. If you're just telling yourself that Roman is a bad performer, then then really like you're wasting your time because it's just not true. Like it's it's the same people who to this day will say John Cena can't wrestle. It's just not true. At this point, it's a fact that that's just not true. Was John Cena semi uh you know, his character semi boring for a little bit? A little stagnant? Sure. Yeah. Same can be said for Roman. But these are still two of the best performers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The WWE has. Right. So it just, uh, yeah, it's like you want change. We're giving you change. Like Roman's not going to just disappear off the face of the earth like he's going to be a guy. So like, why not just embrace what we've been wanting him to do is be a heel. We talked about this at TLC when he attacked Triple H and he was like going ape shit. We were like, yes, this is the Roman we finally need. And then nothing happened with that. Right. I thought I thought we were getting the Roman we wanted when he said, I'm not a bad guy. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy and walked out to a sea of boobs or like can't like beating undertaker that should have been your heel turn boom exactly so like, many times they could have freshened this guy up and i as a fan of storytelling and as a wrestling fan um i i i love those fresh things seeing things you didn't think were gonna happen and seeing things you haven't seen before so so i love everything about this i'll be honest i kind of like i do love Pauline. i think he's the master of the microphone and so far, what he's been doing with Roma has been fantastic. But I, this is not Brock and Paul. This is Roman and Paul. And I do not think Roman Reigns is a bad heel promo. I think, I mean, granted, I understand the less is more philosophy. So if they're going to make us wait for it and he's just going to be the brooding, don't talk, just kick ass, you know, wreck people and leave, whatever. I get it. But I would love to hear some heel Roman spewing out some fire. Absolutely. And I hope we get that. Absolutely. I hope we get that too. See, I, I think I think Holman adds a lot to, or Paul adds a lot to a character, but I don't necessarily think he needs a mic a mouthpiece. Right. Um I think to an extent, and I think with Paul Heyman working with Roman Reigns in ring and out of ring, I think that will build Roman's confidence a little bit more as a heel and be able to deliver promos and not get flustered when he's giving promos because normally he has to give the face promo and nothing's as good. Like, I love bad, like, heel promos. Heel promos are probably my favorite, minus, like, Dusty, obviously. But, like, right. you know. <laughs> Here's the only thing that I'll say about Roman Reigns being um, universal champion on SmackDown. We need to have that draft like almost immediately, there were there were, they, they they confirmed that a draft is forthcoming. They are gonna freshen up the rosters again. Okay. There are a lot of people that I need to get as far away from Roman as possible. And is one of them Bray Wyatt? One of them is definitely Bray Wyatt. I think Big E is another one of them. Um, I, and I don't necessarily want to see Big E split from New Day. I'd say let's move New Day to Raw. New Day's been on SmackDown too long. Let's move them all over on Raw. And whenever Woods and Kofi are ready to come back, let them go back and re- rejoin him on Raw. But I think Big E's a guy where, you know, we keep talking about this push. We keep hearing about it. He even said something. He's like, I've heard a direction they want to go with me. I'm not going to say anything until it ha- I'm not getting excited until it happens. So obviously he's been told something good. I can't imagine that has anything to do with the Universal Championship, though, if he's still on the brand where Roman's holding it. Right. What are we going to get? Big E Intergrounded Championship brand again? Come on. He's past that. Right. So I want Big E over on Raw. I don't know if they are or can do this, but I say, fuck it. Let's get Otis on Raw. And, and at least, even if they do decide to just have Otis cash in and fail, let's at least live in a world where we can buy into the fact of him winning. Right, because I can't buy in of him taking it from Roman. I don't. It doesn't make sense for anyone on Raw either. Randy Orton, Keith Lee, Drew McIntyre, but whatever. 
I, I can, I, you know, let's just live in that world where, because on Raw, he's got a chance, you know? And right now we're like, oh, yeah, Otis it has the money in the bank. We forgot about that. Well, I'm glad they did a little something on SmackDown with Morrison trying to steal it to remind people, oh, yeah, the briefcase does exist. There are people that want opportunities at the championship. They do exist. Um, speaking of opportunities do exist, let's talk about Roman's new number one contender. Yeah. Okay. Jay Uso. Uso. You think Roman's going to go to the penitentiary? <laughs> Um, I think, I think this is, I, I enjoyed it. The, the, the match, the way this happened, there being an open spot in the match because Big E got hurt. Um, so. I like it. So uh, Roman's like, I didn't, Uso is like, thanks for putting me in there. That was Paul, man. I didn't have anything to do with that. Thank Paul. Is Roman lying? And Roman is behind it because he wanted to help his family? Is he behind it because he wanted to take out his family? Did he have nothing to do with it? Does Paul want him to take out his family? Right. But at the same time, there was no foul play in the match. All they did was give him an opportunity, and surprise, surprise, he came up with it. So... The, the, I like it. And yeah, I think so, I think so them, res- them wrestling, I think the two of them are going to do well together. I think Uso is a strong opponent for Roman. Right. And I, I think it's going to be a test uh, and not just a test, but an opportunity to show everyone what both of them have, because this will be the first match, uh, first singles match, uh, possibly since the Shield days where we see Roman Reigns as a heel. And I don't even know how many singles matches he had in the Shield. So per- possibly first singles match ever with Roman Reigns being a definitive heel, not just being booed. Three um, and seven fourths. What? I don't know. You said how many matches? I said three and seven fourths. I made it up. Fair enough. So, like, legit, this is his chance to show a different style. This is his chance to work the match, possibly be calling most of the match. And this is his chance to really get uh, Jay over. Yeah. To to help his cousin shine. And Jay to help Roman shine. Exactly. And they've been working with each other since they were kids. They've They've been dreaming about this since they were kids. It's pretty great. This is going to be, uh, it's going to be fun. Obviously, I'm not buying into the idea that Jey Uso could win the Universal Championship. Imagine. I don't think I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to sit back, relax, and watch the story unfold. And I think, I think Roman will help, I'm, I'm sorry, I think Jay will help establish Roman as a big heel too. Because if he does some heel trickery oh, yeah. or he does stuff like that, like people love the Usos, so it's, it's going to be interesting where he will make Roman look good and establish him as a monstrous heel. Yeah, who knows? Maybe Roman gets the win, but maybe Jay had a couple of close near falls and then at the end of the match, Jay's giving him one of these, like the uh, you know, the little the little dicky sign where he's like I almost had you, almost had you and then Roman doesn't like how cocky his cousin is, so he's boom, punches him in the jaw, hits him with three spears, five chair shots Gives him who a almost had, you, you almost had me? Alright, good job, cuz. Right. <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, let's let's finish up with payback. We've got new women's tag team champions. Oh yeah, you love this. I I didn't like it at first. I have warmed up to the pairing of Baszler and Nia Jax. I'm I'm pretty easy to please when it comes to odd couple tag teams. I know. There's, there's a few ways to do it, but like most us. of them work for me. I think it's because we're an odd couple. Pairing. That must be it. That's 100% it. But I, You're I like the like, Cesaro and I'm like the Sheamus. I love the people who hate each other, but just hate everyone else more. Right. 
And that's what we're getting with Shayna and Nia, where they're like, listen, I can't stand you. I can't stand you either. And then somebody pisses them both off, and boom, that's it. It's just lasers connect, and, and your your head's getting blown I'm up. I'm happy Shayna got some gold finally on uh, on Raw, even though she I feel she still should have been women's champion, but that's a, you know, at least she's getting time. Um, You know, I, I'm okay with it. Yeah, 100%. Um, I, I, I'm once again, like, I'm down to see where it goes. My problem is I don't know where it goes because we're watching this the tag division, like fall apart. Like Thanos just straight, uh, snapped his fingers and all the tag teams are disappearing. Cause, and let's talk about it in just a minute, but Sasha and Bailey. Yo, you, you did our fantasy draft. You casted Vince McMahon as Thanos and look what happened. Well, I, well, you I did it. This- you I did just, it. I didn't make Vince Thanos. Vince has been Thanos. I'm just the one that Yeah, I don't it. know why he's breaking up all these tags. This is like the men's tag team division all over again. Seriously, because uh, Sasha Bailey, Kaputnik, uh, Iconics, Billy <laughs> Kay and Peyton Royce, inseparable since high school, Kaputnik. But why? Like, it makes but no why? sense. Yeah. But why? And it's like... So you're breaking up all these tag teams. Who are who are Shayna and Nia gonna face? Right, they're building up the Riot Squad. They're uh, reunited Ruby and Liv Morgan, but building them up for what? You've just created a powerhouse tag team in Shayna and Nia. So this you... is so we don't have Sasha and Bailey anymore. We nope. don't have the Iconics anymore. Nope. We don't have Alexa and and and. Bliss, well, right? Alexa and Nikki, there's they're, a story. Alexa and oh, Bliss, technically you hear me? they're still friends, but we haven't seen them wrestle, and it, right. seems, it truly seems like we're watching that split as well. Oh, hold on, there's more. Wait, wait, wait. Fire and Desire is gone. But I was just gonna say, Fire and Desire is gone. Like, so what? Are, what are you doing? I mean, maybe this builds up to some NXT women. We've seen Mercedes uh, Martina. Stop that. Be quiet. What? I don't want to see her in a tag. I want her to see, see her. She's in a tag. Win. She's with uh, Aaliyah. I mean, not really a tag, but they are both aligned with the Robert Stone brand. Right, so. but like you're destroying all these, all these tag, these women tag teams for what? And then like, what is what is Shayna and Nia gonna do? And it's hard enough for most women to get on the roster or on the show as is. Splitting them up only makes it difficult. You've only got less spots. Um, right, I stupid. mean, Natty and Lana are kind of doing a tag team thing. Kind of. Kind of. Um, uh, I think, no, Bianca Belair's not a tag Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. They're stupid. And it's like, I want to get excited about the Baszler and Ajax tag team because we've never really seen an odd couple female tag team. We've never really seen too many female tag teams get time to tell an out-of-the-ring story about their characters and their relationship and whatever. So I, I'd love to see it explored. But but yeah, we also just watched like three to four tag teams disappear in the span of like a few weeks. For no reason. I mean, let's like, I'll real. give, I'll uh, give Sonya and and Mandy. That's fine, but like, I'll give, them, I'll give them Sasha and Bailey because this was building for a while. Forever. We were waiting for this. We were waiting for this. Yeah. And, and finally, we have it. Sasha's the baby face. Bailey is the heel. Bailey's the only champion when they when they had four belts between them, and now and now it's come to it. So I, I I'll give that a pass. But considering you were building to that, and you had just built to the fire and desire split and now you're building to the team hug and sud split 
why are you randomly just having a match? Okay, well, the Iconics are forced to split now. Uh, Oh, Alexa and Nikki don't really have a direction. Okay, let's just make Alexa crazy, you know, fiend crazy. Right. I'm not going to lie. I'm actually kind of enjoying that story. But but that's fine. But, but like, yeah. But, like, you have Bailey turn on Sasha, and that's fine. But, like, the Iconics, the Iconics should be like, great. All these tag teams are dropping, but we're still powerful, so let's go after Shayna and Nia. Yeah. It just doesn't And then and they don't they're not really doing enough with having a consistent amount of women express the desire in becoming the Raw or SmackDown champion. So it almost just creates a thing of like where are any women back there truly motivated? Like, no one's really jumping up at the chance to get... I mean, I'm, I'm glad we saw uh, the women express interest in Asuka's championship on Raw. That was good. But then it's kind of like I sh- we should be seeing an abundance of women kind of trying to team up and, and take down the tag champions now, right? I mean... Like, I mean, look how I easy hope. it was for Shayna and Nia to decide, okay, we're a team now. Oh, guess we're fighting for your championship. Why? Because there's no other teams here. I mean, I hope. Like, they really just became a team and got their title shot. Yeah. So maybe that maybe that's how they're going to go. They're just going to, like, cram people together, and then that's just going to be... I could easily see Bianca getting a partner. Off, offhand, I don't know exactly who it would be. But I could easily oh. see that happening. I have no idea. But, um, I mean, the word on the street is that Vince loves Peyton Royce and has big plans for her. That's fine. That's great. I'll even agree with you that she's the standout of the pair. If you want to make her a single star, I think that's okay. I don't really see the benefit of splitting Billy Kay. I feel like Billy Kay could add more to Peyton's act than anything, even if she was more on the side as a cheerleader than actually as a tag team partner. Right. Especially if you're not planning on turning Peyton face and i don't really see that happening peyton to me is a heel yeah i don't i don't know what they're doing vince what are you doing and listen as we talk about the reunited riot squad let's not forget they had the same fucking deal one day they just wake up to twitter feeds saying they're on separate shows guess they're split now right nothing happened with any of them it was just wasted sarah logan got fired over it and now these two were put back together because oh i guess we were wrong yeah, it's it just seems dumb. It's like we're just watching them make mistakes, and no one's there to correct it or say, "Hey, do we have plans?" No. Oh, oh, oh okay. At least they utilize their women better than AEW. True story. And that's sad. <laughs> yeah, I I, I, tr- I still try to have hope. Me With too. AEW, I'm, I have lots of hope. You gotta have faith. Gotta have hope. And faith. Keep hope alive. Keep faith alive. I don't know. I guess it will be nice. Yeah, finally. If I can touch it. But no more singing today for me. I've exacerbated. <laughs> no more uh, No more cameo. No more Twitch. Yo, no more let's talk about right? this for a second. So Vince does this whole third party bullshit. The only thing that I keep popping in my head is up, up, down, down. Like, is that safe? Wait, what do you mean? I, I mean, I, at this point, I think up, up, down, down is safe for a few reasons. One reason being that while he does acknowledge, yes, I'm Xavier Woods in WWE, the name he's using is Austin Creed. 
I read the complaints, and essentially, I think like Big E is on Cameo's Big E. So I think that's technically not allowed anymore. However, had Big E, if he changes his name on Cameo to whatever his given name is, Edward, let's just say, and I'm sure that's not it, but I don't know what I'm going to look saying. it up. Let's guess it. What is it? I think it's Eric. Well, I, I think I'm rock solid on Edward. Man, all right. Go ahead. Keep going. I'm I, looking yeah, it up. I, actually, no, it's not Edward. It's definitely a name that starts with the sound E. So like E... Jesus Christ. Cola. Yeah, no. I don't e, even know how to pronounce this. E Catagonia. Itori? E T T O R E. That makes sense. Itori. Itori Ewin. That definitely makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. So, I, I would make people call me Big E, too. Right. 100%. He should be E squared. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. But yeah, so I feel like that situation. Um, and so Kevin Owens might have to change his to his given name. You know, I think that uh, uh, they might have to do that. I feel like there's probably some that already did, considering a lot of these people are smart. I don't think Baron, like, I think Tyler Breeze and them, their Twitch, I think they go by their real names. Yeah, no, they 100% And, do like, this. AJ Styles, like, isn't he AJ Styles? But it's spelled different? Or did I make that up? I, I, I don't Oh, no, think. his name is Alan Jones. I mean, yeah, so he's AJ. AJ is, like, for his name, but yeah. Right. AJ Styles I mean, is definitely not his... There's someone... Yeah, so, like, Up, Up, Down, Down might be okay. I, I think, think Up, Up, Down's also okay because in the past, WWE has given that their endorsement. WWE has congratulated them many, many times on their accomplishments. Um, they allow it to do it in the building. Um, and once again, they all use code names. I think that's another smart thing Austin Creed that he did. He goes by Austin Creed, and then everyone else picks a code name. And they're like, as seen on WWE's Liv Morgan, but on this show, we're calling her Daddy-O. Right, so, right. Um, I was reading on, on the Twitterverse that a lot of people were thinking it's because AJ came out on Twitch and said right. that he had COVID, and that like oh, kind of sprung a big thing. 100%. And so now they want to try and control as much, or at least create separation behind what they're doing. Because also, and it's no surprise they're freaking out about that, as they should. AJ Styles has missed, like, no time. Right. He said he tested positive, like, a month ago. Right, so I don't... He's the Intercontinental Champion! Well, he also believes Earth is flat. Um, but I don't... Yeah, I don't... I don't know. I... It, I think it's messed up. They should be able to, like, make money off of certain things. I guess if you just change your name, like, I think Mike Rome was saying it, too. He's like, you just have to change your name. It's just weird what happens if your given name is the name that you use on WWE. I mean, I feel like if I feel like that makes you safe, then. If they chose to use your real name on WWE TV, they don't own that. You know, like, you, you're able to use your like real Matt name. Like, Matt Riddle will be okay. And Keith yeah. Lee will be okay. Right. I don't think these guys have... Though Keith Lee's on Cameo, right. So, yeah, I think he should be okay. Right. Also, it's, Keith Lee's Cameo, he said it's either mostly, if not all, for charity. So, WWE would be wise to watch who they're trying to shut down and whatnot. I think more than anything, we're probably going to see a lot of changes. A lot of name changes uh, in terms of Twitch, YouTube, Cameo, what have you. Um, or maybe behind the scenes, WWE makes a deal to start collecting percentages. They maybe they just want their piece of the pie. Yeah, because Vince has lost so much money this year, he's probably just like, "Give me everything." Right. Fucking Vince. <laughs> um. Real quick, before we move on over to tonight's pay per view of All Out, what are you thinking about uh, 
WWE's newest Raw superstar, Dominic Mysterio. Uh, what's the first impression you got over this kid? Oh, great. Wow. I hate you. What? I don't understand. You ask for my opinion, I give it to you, and then because you get mad. I'm expecting you to be happy. Okay, okay. Ask me again. Ask me again. No. No, ask no. me again. Don't, ask don't me again. On, don't pee on me ask and tell me, me it's raining, Danielle. Okay, Judge Judy, calm down. Can you that, ask me again? That said that line? Yeah, ask me again. I didn't know that. Ask me is again. Is that who said that line? Ask me. Oh, you motherfucker. Ask me again. <laughs> ask me, ask me, ask me. All right, Danielle, we got a newest Raw superstar. He's the second generation. Dominic Mysterio, what do you think? Oh, my God. He's so unbelievable. I can't wait for him to be champion. This is amazing. <laughs> He's been doing such amazing work with his dad. I mean, come on. How could he not be one of the best sooner or later because he is Rey Mysterio's child i mean this is absolutely amazing he's going up against seth rollins and murphy this is absolutely amazing is that better are you done yeah okay <laughs> that was fun you're welcome listen i'm impressed by the kid um in the little we've seen he he showed a shit ton of potential he's definitely able to pull out a lot of good spots he's able to work with the best so far you know seth rollins obviously made him look great um bummer that ray's hurt again yeah he just always gets hurt he's old man his body is just not what it used to be it's you can't take the punishment anymore i'm always like with these wrestlers i know you under you love it but like take a break you're okay you're fucking ray mysterio it's okay right calm down yeah chill biscuit (laughs) what chill buzz kill no chill biscuit i don't know what that is from biscuit i don't know i just used to say it when i was a kid Oh, okay. So this is a Danielle original. I guess. Maybe I heard it somewhere. I don't know, but I always say Chill Biscuit. I've never heard it in my life, and that includes from you. Really? This is the first time you've called me Biscuit. All right, Biscuit. No, you got to chill. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I like it, but you got to, you know, less is more. Sprinkle, sprinkle. Don't pour I'm just going to start buttering you up. Then the- More. Sprinkle, sprinkle. Don't pour. Woo, bars. I'm just buttering you up because you're such a biscuit. Mmm, yeah. buttery biscuits. <laughs> all right. Uh, we got all out tonight. Oh, actually. I hate that out. they call it all out. Uh-huh. I'm going to say. Before I move to all out. Yes. Impact's got a new Impact champion. Day oh, now. yeah, they do. Poor Eddie Edwards. But, but congratulations, Eric Young. Yeah, you're okay. Wow. I'm kidding. I'm very happy for Eric Young. No, you're not. This is Dominic Mysterio all over again. No, I'm very happy for Eric Young. I love Eric Young. I do love Eddie Edwards more than Eric Young, so I was kind of sad. But, I mean, we've talk- we talked about it off the show that we said, like, obviously he was a transitional champion. Right. Um, I, I Impact has a trend of doing this, and some people will pour salt on it i look at a different way impact takes pleasure in watching wwe waste guys and then being like listen you know this is the proper way to use them let me let me remind you real quick what these guys are capable of 
And so I think, I, I truly believe they always loved Eric Young. Eric Young was an impact-made star, world champion. Um, and I, I think a lot of us really thought that Eric Young was capable of a lot of things. I don't know if anyone thought Eric Young was going to be a WWE champion, but when we paired him up with Sanity, we're like, all right, this guy can make waves because this stable is money. And Eric Young has said it in interviews. The fact that WWE literally did not see a way to make money with him is their mistake. It's it's a lack of leadership and it's their inability to do their job. And Impact will do it. Impact will, will and and you know people can say, oh, it's so fast. He just brought him in. Screw it. Why waste time? Eric Young is champion material. He's not young. He's a veteran. So yes, let him make Eddie Edwards even more over because now. It, he's the sympathetic baby face. We waited for him to get his belt, and boom, it's gone already. And Eric Young is a vicious, malicious, sadistic psychopath. And now he's running shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. I think it's great. Yeah. And he too. definitely, he definitely deserved, he deserves to be champion. champion. I, know, I know that behind the scenes there are contract situations that are probably being considered. However, um, I gotta say, I'm ready for the North to be over as a tag team, and I'm ready for all ego to be the guy he's supposed to be. The guy. I don't know. I like him as the North. I like it. I just feel like if he doesn't get shot to the moon in Impact, maybe the North go out together as a tag team, and we see them over in AEW where tag team wrestling is obviously an emphasis. But I, I just feel like we could easily, that could still happen. But but Impact should at least give him a shot on his own. He's he's working better than he ever has. He's looking better than he ever has. Like, this is the time. Give him a shot. And, and, and maybe he still leaves Impact, but whatever. At least you did what you could with what you had. Time is up, Don't time is now. Don't make the same mistake WWE does. Right. Time is up as time is now. Yes, exactly. Who doesn't love a good John Cena wrestling? It's not confidence. It's all ego. There we go. Um, all right. Predictions for All Out. Oh, okay. Danielle. Okay. Private Party. Private Party. Dark Order. Dark Order. Who do I have? Drew McIntyre. Yep. Um, you have Private Party. I think you. Wait a minute. What? This yes. isn't the match. What do you mean? I googled it. Oh, okay. All right. There we go. You're thinking of a different confused. one. Yep, yep, yep. I was confused. There's more right. than there's more than two people in Dark Order, Brady. That's why I put I in parentheses. To, I wanted to make sure. That's that why I put in parentheses who in the Dark Order is in the match. Okay, don't be snapping your fingers. I just snap my fingers at you because you should read per right. my last email. <laughs> Why don't you chill out with your little head swivel? I'm just saying. All right, Private Party versus Dark Order. Wait, this isn't a uh, match. Me, 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 me. Actually, I'm giving it to Dark Order on this one. Okay. Oh, think you think I'm picking? Oh. Uh, I have Private Party. Yeah. I'm giving it to Dark Order, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Dark Order, who you didn't think was the match? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, because I mm-hmm. was, had to think about, I'm like, I had to contemplate what's happening in the other match. Everything's connected, Danielle. It's a fucking circle. Okay. 
It's not a circle, it's an order. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, I'm funny. Yeah, you need to read my stuff. Uh, so Britt Baker is back. Yeah, this tooth and nail match sounds dumb. Sound, I don't even, what is a tooth and nail match? Like, you, you have to take out the person's tooth with a nail? With a nail file. Jesus. I was completely kidding. I love when I say stuff with I love when I say stuff with fucking conviction and you're just like, yeah, okay. I do hate that they call this all out. I don't know why. It bothers me the title. It's like changing it. Many times. I feel like I've never asked why. I I don't know. You already did all in, you did all out. Go away. You're done. (laughs) Silly thing. You're done. Oh, I don't even know. I went to look up what a tooth and nail match is and I don't know the answer. Tooth and nail match. What is the stipulation of a tooth and nail match? Oh, let's do predictions while we're figuring out tooth and nail. I think Britt That's Baker's... That's clearly what's happening. I think you're picking Britt Baker. Um, I... I, yeah, I'm going Britt Baker. Even though I really like Big Swole. Oh, I think I you're going Big with Big Swole. I love Big Swole, but I think Britt is. I think Britt is... They will fight tooth and nail. It will be a false count anywhere, and they will be fighting in and around a dentist office. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, well, in that case... And, and what, so Rebels just following them around wherever they fight? Yeah, she's the cameraman. Nah, I don't know. <laughs> God damn it. Um, yeah, I guess I give it to Britt Baker, sure. It's so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. So, Big, Big Swole should be champ by now, by the way. Big Swole is just so fucking good. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, that's the, that's the reason why like, I'm tempted to give it to Big Swole, because they need to just stop playing games and just elevate her to the top. Like, she's the, one of the most charismatic people on your entire roster. She, she knows how to work. She knows how to talk. She's popular. She's over. I, I don't... It's a win, 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 win. Right. There's so many... So much winning. Yeah, these stipulation matches are... I, I don't know what's going on. All of these like, are like stipulation matches. They're so freaking stupid. Like, I'm a big AEW defender when people come to, come at them with the WCW or even early TNA uh, comparisons. But, like, I'm a big defender, but I'm a most of mayhem match. Yeah, let's talk about that, please. I saw that, and I was like, oh. oh. I'm pretty sure this was Jericho's idea, too. That's your, that's your boy. Yeah. Come get your boy. It's get your mans. <laughs> get your boy. Come get your boy. When your boy acts up on Twitter, what's the first thing I do? I text you and I'm like, come get your boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Who do you think's winning this match? Mimosa Mayhem. I think you're picking Orange Cassidy. <sighs> I think you're picking Orange Cassidy. I am. And I'm going to tell you why I'm picking Orange Cassidy. Why are you picking Orange Cassidy? Because everybody wants to see Chris Jericho in a big tank of fucking mimosa. Right. <laughs> like, like he's just going to play it up. He's going to look so right. stupid in it. He's going to say, he's going to, he's going to do some fucking gimmick. He's going to probably pop out his champagne and throw it in the orange juice and be like a little bit of the bubbly and all this bullshit. And he's right. going to fucking. If you throw orange Cassie in the giant mimosa, all that's going to happen is maybe you see him do the backstroke. Um, maybe he just floats. Maybe he. Pulls out a straw. Maybe, yeah, pulls out a straw, pulls out a glass, makes himself a drink, and maybe has some floaties. It'll be funny. But with Jericho, you're getting memes galore. You're getting him drowning in mimosa. You're, you're, you're getting him 
you know, just he'll as as you said, he'll have some weird one liner ready to go. Right. So yeah, for for pretty much for that reason alone, Orange Cassidy. I mean, despite the fact that I think this whole feud was designed to get Cassidy over, and I think it's worked. He was the meme guy, the GIF guy before, and now he's a bona fide star, and you can throw him anywhere on the card. He he has layers now. We've seen them. Uh, so I think either way they do it, you know, you're fine feud-wise. But, yeah, because it's ridiculous stiff, I think Jericho's got to take the L on this one. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Matt Hardy versus Sammy. Wait, you what said Jericho has to take this one. What? You said Jericho has to take this one. Take the L. Oh, take the L. I'm sorry. I miss. I misheard. No worries. A broken rules match. Stupid. If Hardy loses, he must leave AEW. I think Hardy's... Oh, shit. I did it again. I think... Eh, it's fine. We can just talk about it. I think Hardy's going to win. Yeah. Um... So you think Hardy wins? Yeah, I don't think he's going to lose. I don't think he's going to leave AEW. Yeah, I mean, well, here's the thing. I think if he loses, and, and granted, I think it would be a bit silly to do it so fast after they just made a big deal about Matt Hardy saying, I'm just going to speak to you as Matthew Hardy. I'm just going to be myself for the first time. I The multiverse, the metaverse, whatever they called it, is gone for now. I feel like if he loses this match, essentially this would be the end of Matt Hardy, and we'd have to see either a new character or an old character resurface, which with a live crowd oh. approaching, they could have that in mind. Um, it does kind of seem like it's way more likely Matt Hardy just wins, gets a big, meaningful win, and, and doesn't leave. But then it almost seems silly to make the stipulation so one-sided, right? Like if you're just going to not deliver on anything. So maybe he has to leave AEW, but then someone else comes. But then Matt Hardy resurfaces as a different Matt Hardy. Right, exactly. That's whether what you're saying? Whether it's, yeah, whether it's a character that we never met before, or maybe it's just broken Matt comes back, you know? Hit the road, Matt, and don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Matt. Um, Are you going Sammy? Yeah, I'm going okay. Sammy. I always think Sammy's like 22 and I'm always like, oh, this young whippersnapper is like wrestling all these guys. And in the thing and he's like 27. <laughs> is he really? Yeah, he's 20. I looked up the other day and I was like, wow, this 21 year old is having a match with Matt Hardy. He's in like a group with Chris Jericho. I'm like, yo, and he's only 21. And I'm like, nope, 27. It's funny. I realized he was older than I thought he was when I read a story about him talking about a WWE tryout that happened like years ago. Uh, and right. he made it sound like he wasn't that new to the industry at the time, that he had already been doing, like, extra work for WWE for years when right. he finally got his tryout. So it made me think I'd, I'd probably have his age wrong a little bit. But, yeah, I didn't, I didn't think 27. I have it very wrong. Yeah. Sam, this is the AEW was the first time I was introduced to Sammy Guerrero, actually, because normally I'm, like, pretty good with indie stuff. Like, I try to, like, keep up on the indie wrestlers and stuff, especially, like, us going to all those shows, especially being from New York. We we have a plethora of opportunities to see all these indie stars. So he was the he him and Private Party were the two big ones that, like, I didn't really know about. Got you. So it's nice to see him and, like, actually like him and not have to be right. my pretentious snob indie self and be like, I knew him when he was this one. Because, <laughs> you know, I love doing that. Right, you do. I do. Um, Young Bucks versus hey. Jurassic Express. And it's not Marco Stun, it's the other guy. 
I'm just letting you know. I didn't put it who it was, and I don't want you to get confused with Dark Order. You mean, you mean Jungle Boy? Yeah, that one. <laughs> the other guy. I was I I almost you called Luke him Luke Perry Jr. I almost called him Luke Perry Jr. and I was like, that's not nice. Um, I almost call him Steve Perry sometimes. See, he's definitely not Steve Perry. Steve Perry. Where's that from? Steve Perry? I don't know. No, there was like a movie or a TV show. I think it might have been. Steve Perry's a singer-songwriter. I know, but there was All like right, a movie nasty. or a TV show. Where I think it was actually, good God, I think it was Basketball. That sounds about right. Where like they were doing defense during shots, and I think someone just screamed, Steve Perry, and it made them it made them miss the shot for some reason. Steve Perry has the same birthday as um, Matt M2J. Fun fact. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, I think you think the Young Bucks are winning. I think you think the Young Bucks are winning. I think you're wrong. Oh. I like going against the green. Fair enough. Do you think the Young Bucks are winning? I do think the Young Bucks are winning. When do they not be Young Bucks anymore? Maybe when they have walkers and canes. Hmm. I mean, Plastic I hips. It's okay. They can be Young Bucks. <laughs> Um, I tell you one thing about this card, and I think it's it's just a small downside of AEW usually giving us very strong TV cards. A lot of times these pay-per-view cards just don't really pack the punch. I'm like, I get it. I'm, I understand what they're doing, and, I, and I, I, I truly do get it. There's legit two matches on here that I'm looking forward to, and that's it. Actually, really? three, 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 three. I'm not going to go three. that far. That's, that's you're just putting a negative spin on that. Three, three. Um, let's talk about the AEW Women's World Championship match. Yeah. versus Thunder Rosa. I think you are predicting that she retains it. I think you're predicting she retains it. I am. Though, I would love Thunder Rosa to win it, because I fucking yeah. love Thunder Rosa. She's, Thunder Rosa is awesome. She's a, what you call a champ right now, right? Um... With NWA, NWA champ, yeah, yeah, I, I'm loving this uh, NWA working relationship with uh, with AEW. Yeah, I think she's. Uh, I I would love to see her win, and I think this is going to be a great match because Thunder Rosa is great. Right. Um. Let's move on to the eight man tag team match: Dark Order. That's Brody Lee, Cole Cabana, Evil Uno, and Stu Grayson versus Matt Cardona, Scorpio Sky. And the National Nightmares, Justin Ro- Dustin Rhodes, and QT Marshall. It's so I'm Alex. so glad I put parentheses so you knew who in the Dark Order was in this match. Listen, ladies, I know things. I think you think Matt Cardona's crew is winning. Really? No, I think you think Dark Order's winning. <laughs> I think you think the Dark Order's winning. Yeah, I think the Dark Order's winning. Yeah, I think I also... I, I, I think... I mean, Matt Cardona's crew could win, and I easily see this leading to a Cody Rhodes return. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Dark Order, the fact is, at this point, the only person you have to keep safe is Brody Lee. Anyone else takes the pinfall, you're fine. Um, with that said, I think they got to double down on making Dark Order dominant and stand for something, so I'm giving it to the Dark Order. Yeah, I'm giving the Dark Order. The Dark Otter. Okay, I like how you said that. Dark like a Otter. Harry Potter spin to it. Dark Otter. All right, yeah. let's do tag team championships. The big one, Kenny Omega and Adam Page versus FTR. I think you think FTR is winning. I think you think FTR is winning. Duh. <laughs> yep. I yeah, mean, it's, it's time. It's time. 
Yay, Jinx, best friends activated. And I also think it's time for like the official, like I know Kenny Omega is out of the, and I'm sorry, not Omega, Adam Page is out of the elite now, but we're going to see the turn. We're going to see the cleaner. We might see Adam Page get left laying by both Omega and the Young Bucks. Yeah, I think Kenny Omega need. I think this tag needs to go away. <laughs> the tag, they held the tag team graciously for a very long time. It's very it's nice. Yeah. FTR's taken over, and uh, yeah, I think it's time. I'm mean, I'm ready for explosions after the match. And then when they win, they can feud with the Young Bucks like we all have been wanting. Right. That's what we want. That's all we want in life. Give the people what they want. Except like Leonardo DiCaprio in my bedroom. But other yeah, than that. Give the people what they want. Yeah. All right. Uh, now we get the 21-man Casino Battle Royal. Winner receives a future AEW World Championship match. We got a lot of people in this match. I think you're picking TBA or hmm. Eddie Kingston. <laughs> I think you're picking. I, I'm so surprised you got that right. Yeah, I think you're doing the same exact thing. Wait, are, are you picking Eddie Kingston and TBA? Yeah. Yeah. It's either going to be Miro. Yeah, I was just going to say, and it's probably going to be Miro. <laughs> it's either going to be Miro, and it'll be Miro Day, or they go with Eddie Kingston. Yeah. And there, or, listen, there are... Or I can, uh, see, I can see Darby Allen. There's a couple... I think Darby's always a chance. I think Lance Archer... Could easily, I could, you know, we haven't Ryan seen Cage him go too. after the world championship, and whether it's Moxley or MJF, I could, I could see Lance Archer being an interesting candidate for having a future match. Right. Um. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say those two are the only two I could see. Oh, actually, you know who's another dark horse to win? Brian Cage. Well, I yeah, but not really because we've already seen him kind of get that kind of win, and it went nowhere. Uh, one of the Lucha Bros. Oh yeah, I can see that. I think I feel like they're they're kind of lost in the shuffle a little bit. They're they're not as big as they used to be. But you you give Penta the win here, and just like that, everyone's like, "Oh my God, are we getting Penta versus Moxley?" They're changing. Holy they shit. changed his name, right? They did. Yeah, it's not Penta anymore. It's not Pentagon well, it's, Jr. It's Penta. Hold on, I'm gonna tell you right now. I had it up, and I meant to add it to the notes, and I forgot because I'm a bad person. Pentagon Jr.'s ring. He will now be going by Penta L Zero M. Interesting. Because like he had a fight over his name or some shit. Because somebody owns it. AAA Triple A owns the Penta Jr. name. Pentagon Jr. Got you. Anyway, but whatever. Um. Yep. I think Eddie Kingston will be a perfect person if it's not Mur uh Muro Muro Miro Miro Miro. If it's not Miro, who who do you think it is? Eddie Kingston. No. The TBA, silly. Oh. Um, I, it could easily be like a big name from NWA, maybe a Nick Aldis. Imagine it was Ethan Page. Oh, my God. That'd be awesome. I would die. <laughs> I'd be so excited. I know who it's not going think, to be. Who do you think if not Miro? I don't know. I feel like it has to be Miro because Matt Hardy's been tweeting him like forever. Yeah, and it's been a while since Miro announced that he had COVID, and so... It'd be cool if it was Heath Slater, since he's not officially signed to Impact. Oh, that'd be great. I, there's endless possibilities, but right. I, he, Miro he, seems he, like the right choice. What if it's the blue-collar badass, J.D. Drake? That'd be cool. Yeah. I don't think he'd win, though. 
I don't think he'd win either. But I it'd think it'd be cool for him to come in there and kick some ass. Kick some ass and eat cheeseburgers. All right, that takes us to the main event. Okay. So Moxley can't use his finishing move when he takes on MJF for the AEW World Championship. I hate matches like that. Stupid. I hate that stipulation. We've seen it so many times. I hate it. Anyway, Danielle, who are you voting for for AEW champion? Who am I picking? Yes. I'm picking John Moxley. That surprises me. Yeah, I'm picking Moxley, too. I want it to be MJF. I don't think they've done enough just yet. Yeah, same as And easy. also, I think there's one key element missing to make it the perfect environment for an MJF win, and that is a crowd. Yeah. And I get it. These are, you know, wavering times, but it does seem like AEW is getting closer and closer. Um, I think Khan's has something like 15% capacity. Imagine the crowd when Keith Lee won both titles. Oh, God. Or Drew yeah. McIntyre won the championship. Or when Keith Lee beat Randy Orton in less than seven minutes. Yeah. Yeah, live crowds make this shit cool. Sometimes. 90% of the time. 95. Wow. 95% of the time. Right. 95. I don't think Apollo Crews would have been United States champion if there was a crowd. Well, he's not United States champion anymore. So. I know. Poor guy. Yeah, but at least Bobby Lashley got something. Poor Bobby. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'm, I'm glad they did that. I, I uh, It's just so weird. Yeah. Like, they had Apollo feud with MVP, uh, almost lose his title, get his title back, only to just a week later lose it to Bobby Lashley. It just seems silly. But what are you going to do? Yeah. I, I, I am happy Bobby's got the belt now. I wonder, me too, I wonder if John Moxley won't win because now Renee is no longer on WWE. Maybe they're trying to, I don't know. Let's talk about that for real quick. Morrow's not on WWE anymore either, which makes me right. very sad, but mental health comes first. Right, exactly. Um, I, and I, I think it's a case of when he's ready. If if he's ready, he'll come back. Uh, with Renee, so initially, I thought that like the wrestling world was lucky to have her and would be lucky to have her come back. Like I was just thinking she'd have so many offers and opportunities from from the the world. You know, the wrestling bubble's small, and for people of Renee's caliber and experience and talent ability, she doesn't necessarily need to. She, to me, Renee Young is as good of a host. She's like the Maria Menunos of her time. And for those who may be too young to remember, there was a time where Mar if there was anything to be hosted, Maria Menunos was doing it. Uh, whether it was right. a red carpet at an award show, whether it was a celebrity interview, whether it was a reunion special, whether it was a WWE thing. Maria Menounos was the person. And now she's got her own empire and she does what she wants. Um, I see Renee Young being at that caliber. I feel like E! Tonight or whatever award show would be honored and privileged to have her hosting the red carpet interviewing celebrities. Right. I think ESPN would would love to have her, you know, commenting on hockey or whatever other sport she right. she's an expert on. Um, so I think she could do anything. We know she has the cookbook coming out soon. So I think, you know, while her showing up in some capacity to AEW seems like a certainty, I, I to me, I, I I'll be honest, I would be surprised if she chose to remain in the wrestling bubble. 
Yeah. Though she did make a, co- a public comment like this week, and it kind of sounded like she was actually leaning towards staying in the wrestling bubble as far as her personal decision. Maybe she really does want to work with, uh, you know, with John again in the same company. Maybe that that's just easier. But I, I mean, so if she's in the wrestling world, yeah, AEW's got her. But I, I, I just I'd be shocked if she didn't get just a litany of offers from other places. Right. Like, I've always just seen her as a gem that the wrestling world was lucky to have their hands on from the beginning. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. She's great. Uh, I don't think she's great on commentary, but I do think I she, I do think she's great backstage. I think she's great interviewing people. I think there's a presence about her that people want to talk to her and that people like her. And even if they're playing the role at the time, they're, she's good to feed off of. 100%. While establishing their character. I, mean, I think um, I think that the main reason why they put her on commentary was actually because they knew how good she was. And so they were just constant like they wanted to ingrain her into the WWE world. They wanted to almost have her be committed to them and then be committed to right, her. Right. You know, she she is the first woman that WWE made a full time commentator that will never go away. Right. Absolutely. Um, and so I do think they knew what they had and they, they were being strategic in ways to, you know, keep her committed to them. But uh, they couldn't keep her committed long enough. Nope, nope, nope. Nobody, and nobody, nope, nope, nope. She's just hilarious and just. Yeah, uh, she's fun. She's, she's so quirky. Lovable. She's lovable. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So we'll see. We'll see what, maybe she'll take a break from doing all this to do other things, like you said, with the cookbook and other things in life. Maybe she just wants to take a break and just, you know, live life in Vegas. Maybe that's what she wants to do. You know, who knows? Exactly. Um, so, yeah, we'll just, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. She she alluded to the fact that her no-compete or non-compete is longer than the standard 90 really interesting yeah um which is another reason why i think that we're more likely to see her outside the wrestling bubble because it's only competing if she's in the same industry if she, I, I i could be totally wrong i don't know what's in her contracts but i believe no speaking i, I believe that like if entertainment tonight you know decided to uh offer her something or you know any channel if mtv wanted her to host something real quick i think she'd be able to do that they can't stop her from making money altogether, I believe. They just can stop her from joining another wrestling company. Right. Um, so so we shall see. But she did allude to the fact that you'd be waiting a lot more than 90 days to see her in any wrestling company. And she's probably enjoying it. She's probably taking a break from life, enjoying time with her dog and hanging out and getting to see John. It's probably like a nice thing for her. She also made it sound that the reception from WWE was pretty cold to her when she was dealing with her sickness. And AEW does just seem like a warmer, obviously it's a big corporation, but it seems closer to your mom and pop, where he, she could sit back, relax, somebody could sit back, relax, and joke with their boss, as opposed to having to be intimidated to go into his office and talk to 50 guys just to get a word in, you know? Yeah, I guess. Like, it just seems yeah. like a warmer place, where I feel like if... if any of the executive vice presidents, all 50 of them, found out that one of their wrestlers was sick or dealing with COVID or their wife was, I feel like they'd be like, all right, stay home, get better, and here is a, uh, a gift basket. And a cheeseburger. Exactly. Well, what do you think's in the gift basket? I'm really into cheeseburgers right now. I think I'm going to make one when I get done with this. 
fair enough. Yeah. No, no, no bad time to be in the cheeseburgers. Mm. Uh, also, no bad time to hit the people with what they want. Tell me what you want from me. Give it to me now. What's your? What's your? Give it to me now. What's your fan That's right. I made it's such a good theme. draft time. I made such a good theme. <laughs> okay. It was funny a couple times. Stop fucking saying that. I'm not trying to be funny. <laughs> Stop making them think that you made that. Thing, I completely no? made it. <laughs> you made shit. I made it. I told you what to do and you did it. That's me making it. You told me what to do. I did what you told me what to do. And then we realized that you told me the wrong thing to do. <laughs> I did that all over again from scratch. You kept making it. It was poopy and I fixed it. You just, you said what you wanted. I gave you what you wanted. Then we realized you told me the wrong I thing. I gave you what you wanted. <laughs> I gave you what you wanted, woman. But did you? Well, I, I tried. <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, Daniel, what are we drafting? Your mama's ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's see. On one hand, I want her to be comfortable. <laughs> On the other hand, I don't really want people staring at it. I'm going with Nia Jack's final answer. <gasps> <laughs> Listen, Nia Jack can do a lot with that butt. She can sit down. She can, she can shake it. Oh, my God. So, speaking of shaking it, this week's draft is Dance Crew. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I'm dancing. I'm dancing. That was, that was you dancing? I thought you were having a seizure and a stretch at the same tomato, time. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're, we're going to pick five wrestlers that would be on our best dance crew that we would want. Um, hanging out on the street doing dancing, um, maybe in competing subways, in the showtime, 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 maybe competing on an MTV canceled show, maybe right. America's Got Talent, maybe dancing with the stars, okay, but like a crew thing, point, you know, anything like that. <laughs> I want you to go first because I don't have any like sum ups. Oh, what? You're not going to sum up the... Oh, do you oh. want me to sum up? Okay, I'll do well, it. I mean, this is what I look forward to, but I'll, I'll, I can wing it. I can try. I mean, I'll sum uh, up if you want. This, this one was tough for me. Right, even though you picked this. <laughs> well, I mean, it's still tough. I There's so many great dancers in the world of wrestling. There like, are. Do you, do you go with somebody who's a professional backup, like an R-Truth? Do, do, you, do you go with somebody who clearly has the just natural ability of a star, like a, like a Scotty Tuhati, you know? Do you, no. do, do you do someone that could pull out the good old Carlton, like a Jonathan Coachman or a Byron Saxton? There's so many ways. The to answer know. is no. I have started by hitting you with two answers. Oh, man. Okay. I'm giving you two. I'm giving you a duo. I, I, I think that the Jabberwockies really hit something with their masks, you know, because they all looked alike and you couldn't tell them apart. And that's what I think I need from a dance crew. They, you know, I'm, I'm going with tricks. I'm going with stunts, illusions. So I'm hitting you with the Usos. They've got it in their blood, okay? We've seen what their daddy can do. We've seen a couple of their breakdance. You know, they're, they're good with the popping and locking. And and once again, I think with twins, you've got a lot of tricks you can pull out. People that look alike, you can do a nice mirror dance routine. That sounds racist. What? No, <laughs> <laughs> You said ABDC. It was, it was, it, I love ABDC. ABDC. I used to watch ABDC all the time. Blueprint was robbed. Um... 
No, these are good choices. I like them. And they can wait, do their Samoan... Wait. What? Wait. I don't I think Blueprint won. They were the Canadian crew, right? Yeah, remember they kept getting in the bottom every week? I don't think they won, yeah, though. I'm almost positive they faced the kids in the finals and they won. I don't think that's the accurate. Iconic Boys or something. Maybe. I know you're bound to look this up now. Of course I'm looking it up. I mean, because I oh, your memory. I'm almost positive Blueprint won. Um, you they had that girl that did the spider thing trick? I mean, you... No, they came in second. The poor... Porotics one. Porotics. Oh, Porotics. I told you. Cause Blueprint I, no. was the Canadian crew, though, right? Yeah, and every week they were in the bottom. I'm Damn, looking at this right now. Porotics? Yeah, I'm looking at this right now, and every week they were at the bottom. They were risk, they risk, were, risk. All right, so Blueprint was truly raw. They were awesome. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Blueprint was my favorite crew. They are the reason I started voting for ABDC. I never did, and I started voting because they were robbed and they should have won. Porotics was good, too, Season though. Season six? That's season five. You waited six years to start voting? Yeah, I don't like voting. I don't like being, you know, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm bored out. Yeah, whatever. I hope you vote in November, Danielle. Oh, I'm definitely voting in November. This is going to be my first time ever voting. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't vote. Jesus Christ, you're horrible. I'm going to be really bad right now and get to semi-politics. The only reason I really don't vote in New York is because New York's a Democratic state and Democrats, like, almost always win. And I'm like, yeah. eh, fuck the Electoral College. In the back of my mind, I'm always kind of like, yeah, you know, New York, we're locked. But I'm like, I'm going to do it anyway. Why the fuck not? Right. I like the Electrolytes, too. They were good. And Quest Crew. We're getting... Stop. I'm getting confused. All right. Right. You're getting very good. All right. So my my picks are super generic and super fun and ridic they're obvious answers. So my first pick, this person, their theme song comes out. They dance they do splits they do all this fun you need that guy to immediately start hyping up the crowd i'm going rich swan wow i did not you i thought you were describing somebody else completely okay okay rich swan that's a good one yeah i know he can do it all i know that's why i picked him okay you know what you're getting a little well i hit you with two so why don't you hit me with two? Oh, okay um, next up, I got another guy who, the minute his music hits, he starts getting people all hyped, getting them to dance, doing all this fun stuff. No way, Jose. Wow! Once again, <laughs> I thought you were describing our truth and you hit me with that. You're just teasing me at this point. Our truth is not on my list. <laughs> is he not? Oh my God. I, I, I hope you, I wish you didn't tell me that because I truly think everyone you describe is going to sound like our truth to me. Okay, that's going to be fun. <laughs> okay. Um, I need my group to be co-ed I, I i think a good dance crew you got some guys you got some girls alternate what that you can do um but i want my girl to be able to astound the crowd with tricks and splits and crazy acrobatics so i'm going with the ninja warrior herself i'm going with casey Catanzaro. she's mm. got to be in there nice like showtime she's made, like she could just hang like just sideways on those things i too need my crew to be co-ed Right. So I went with someone who is a dancer, who has stunned the world with their Instagram TikToks, oh, who, God. <laughs> but can dance regardless of how annoying they do get. This person can right. dance, shake right. her booty. She can do any dance put in front of her and she is absolutely amazing. So I am going with Lana. That's a good pick. Lana's a dancer. Like, she's That's a professional a dancer. That's a good pick. And, and, and Lana's beautiful. And, and every beautiful. dance crew does need a little bit of sex appeal. It's just the nature of the biz. Oh, I got some sex appeal in here, all right. What, you're telling me Lana's not your sex appeal? You've got more sex appeal you're hitting me with? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. All right, well, maybe I don't think I'm hitting you with sex appeal. I don't think this guy's your type. Uh, but 
there's definitely other ladies that will disagree, but I'm putting him more because similar to your last pick, this guy is a dancer. Professional dancer. He's a break dancer. And along with the Usos popping and locking, and along with Casey's acrobatics, I think this guy is the perfect compliment where I could split them with either the, the duo. I could split the duo and put them with him. I could put him and Casey together. I got Jack Evans. Wow. All right. I like Jack it. Jack Evans is like probably the greatest break dancer to ever hit the wrestling world. This guy, the the, the flips and the the pinwheels, he does so much. He's so good. I'm going with Jack Evans. I like that I went with actual dancers. Are you insulting me? Jack Evans is an actual dancer. Nah, Jack Evans is great. I like that I looked up Jack Evans and a lawyer and a politician came up. Because <laughs> I was just looking how old he was. <laughs> Um, my next person, I think is sexy. I think he's great with a partner. So if him and Lana... Jack Evans is sexy? No. Okay. Fair I mean, I'll look at him again, but I don't think so. Yeah, don't do it to yourself. Uh, no. Okay. No. No. No, he's okay. It's fine. He has nice hair. Um... So this guy, he can team up with Lana and do some fun, like, they can form a circle and do some, like, fantastic dancing together. They can, he looks good in sequence and sparkly things. Like, he could be the standout of this. I'm going Fandango. So good. Fandango. I'm not going to lie. Your, your, your crew is ridiculous. Very versatile. Hell yeah. They're all dancers. It's fun. I'm picturing I'm, I'm picturing them doing a semicircle and taking turns, like, doing right. dances. Yeah, I'm picturing my group. I'm picturing a lot of group stuff. With yours, I'm, feature, I'm picturing a lot of solos. A lot of transitions. Oh, wait so till I get to the fifth one. Solo. All right, well, so the last one, right? We got one more left. It's a group of five. Katie Forbes. So the last one that I'm giving you, you know, I've got, I've got my pop and lock and duo i've got my acrobatics i got my stunts i got my flips i need a character i need a lead i need somebody that's gonna hold this all together get you laughing get get you you looking here looking there just somebody enjoying yourself this person is an entertainer this person is the heart and soul of my squad and nobody is ready for oscar that's amazing. <laughs> Not Katie Forbes, but Asuka. Oh, God. Get Katie. That shit. Is that what you thought I was thinking? No, I was completely making a joke. Asuka's good, man. Did you see her in the cup of noodles outfit? Yes. I was dying. She's great. So- not too long ago on our Instagram story, we spoke about this when we asked them for all their favorite dancers. And Hurricane was very miffed that he was not listed by the fans. But I was miffed that Asuka wasn't listed. The question was, who do, it wasn't who's your favorite dancer. It was, who do you, what wrestler do you love to see dance? And I love seeing Asuka dance. She's always doing her little shakes and shimmies and just who knows what moves those are. But they're fantastic. For me, these guys can do tricks and stunts and transitions and isolations all around her, and she can just do her thing. I love it. I love it. My final oozes sex appeal. Uh-oh. My final, I could see all of a sudden, they all coming out one by one. This guy comes out, and we all know we are here to party. I picture Lana doing a split and twerking right in front of him. This is what I picture going on. He, he oozes sex appeal. I got to go Brodus Clay. Whoa! 
You know what's funny? When you said Uzu's Exfil, I thought you were going to say Otis. I almost had Otis on my list. I, I wanted Otis on my list because he's a big man. He can do the worm. He, he, if there's any type of uh, lips, he's he's your guy. You know, girls I, or guys could climb on his shoulders and do flips off him. I wanted Otis in, but I couldn't fit him into my five. I went Brodus Clay because I feel Brodus is like their dark horse. Like he's like their... Uh, What's it called? Their ringer. All of a sudden he comes out and like Lana kind of becomes like a funkadactyl in a way. And then he starts dancing. This this dance crew is all about partying. You know who I'm surprised you didn't put in there, especially since you put Brodus. I'm surprised you didn't get Naomi in there. Nah, I wanted Lana. I only wanted one female. Wow. I, I, I wanted two. Yeah. Katie Forbes. Why? <laughs> Bro, I'm so happy that at no point. During me doing this, did Katie Forbes even enter my mind? Katie, well, it didn't I'm, either I'm until just now. I'm extremely happy with how little I, I ever think about Katie Forbes. That makes me happy. She, her, she pops up on my Instagram sometimes, and though I love her shoes, I just, I just stare at it, and I'm just like, why? Yeah, I remember you asked me like, who would I like better, Katie Forbes or Lana Austin, and I was immediately like, Lana Austin, no question. Yeah, Katie Forbes has great shoes though. Remember those shoes at Impact? I was staring at them. I'm like, I'm about to steal these shoes. You do love a good pair of shoes. Yeah, I was like, this girl is about to get robbed. Guys, if you don't already, please follow us on Facebook, Heelmarks Wrestling Podcast. Um, We are on Twitter and Instagram at The Heelmarks. We are on Spreaker, SoundCloud, Google Play, iHeartRadio. If you have iTunes, give us a five-star rating so we can creep up the chart. ProWrestlingTees.com is having a sale all weekend till the 7th, 20% off. Use the promo code Labor Day and buy our shit. We got puppies. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, guys, we're not just smart marks. We're heel marks. Uh, uh, uh.